Alright, here we go. Pakabaku Talks episode 10. Making time to relax. <laughs> I know that I push myself quite a lot most of the time. And after a few weeks in a row of doing this, I get to the point where I have to rest. It, it's good to take time and relax because it gives you a different perspective. That lets you look at things with clarity. When I relax, I can laugh at myself and ask, well, why am I making such a big deal about this? And yeah, I, I bring this up for this episode because I just I just hit that point. Yesterday was a fabulous day for me and I didn't do a whole lot. I leisurely went through my photos, watched a lot of anime, took a nap, cut my hair, and made some popcorn with ingredients I purchased earlier this week. And I've been waiting to do that for quite a while. It's like, it showed up Thursday. I got some coconut oil, buttery flavored with some flavical salt. And it turned out awesome. It was delicious. So it made me happy. I've been waiting to try that for quite a while. And anyway, I just, um, yeah, that's, that's awesome. I was glad I did that. And, you know, last week I put more time in than usual at work. And this week I stayed up pretty late watching the Neowise Comet, which is incredible. And if, if I rested regularly, I wouldn't uh, build up the sleep debt and I could consider I could be consistent day in and day out. A day, of, a day of relaxing is quite enjoyable, though, so I'll play around and see what works best for me. Taking care of yourself is crucial, and being well-rested gives you a sharp mind. <laughs> Skipping some of the rest to look at Neowise, though, is, is pretty worth it, I, I think. <laughs> And if you live in the Northern Hemisphere, be sure to check it out. The next time the comet is visible is in like 6,800 years. You can, so you won't, you won't, unless you, you figure out a way to live that long, uh, you won't see it again. And you can, you can see it just looking under the Big Dipper. 80 minutes after sunset for me here in Nebraska. I've been looking at it from 10.30 p.m. to 11.30. And it's neat because you can see it with your naked eyes. And it, it looks like a bright star with a tail. So you can see it really good if you're using, you know, with binoculars or a little telescope. Or even a digital camera, like like me. And then you can take pictures and share it with other people. I enjoyed photographing it the other night with my 28-70 to 70 millimeter lens. Because, well, it's an F2, so I could have it wide open and use a lower ISO. My main exposure for it, too, was... I kept using two seconds, and two seconds about ISO 1000, and then F2. I kind of just tweaked my shutter speed and ISO to get the 
whatever, you know, I was just playing around. And I was having trouble getting it in focus, too, because I, I don't practice night photography as much as I should. But it turned out good. The, the 28 millimeters was fun because that let you get some of the scenery in the frame. And the first night I shot it with a 400mm lens, which almost seemed like too much, and I won't go into too much detail if you're not familiar with night photography. Uh, just basically stars, they, they, if you use too long of a shutter speed, they create star trails because they're moving in the sky and the longer your shutter speed is they start to like streak through your photo and depending on the length of your lens determines how how long of a shutter speed you can do which uh, is, is tricky so with that 400 millimeters Two seconds was way too long, even. Ideally, it would have been one second exposure. I just didn't want to bump my ISO too high. Anyway, enough camera jargon. But uh, I, I also, you know, while looking at it uh, Friday night, I noticed that the Milky Way was looking bright as well. I turned around and my ca you know, I turned around my camera to get photos of that too. I think the Milky Way looks a lot cooler than the comet. And the rarity of the comet makes it appealing. It's hard to beat the beauty of the Milky Way though. I enjoy living out here in the Midwest again with the lack of cities and people. You could really appreciate nature and the night sky more. It's, it's you know, even on TikTok I had some comments where people were like where do you live without any light pollution i was like in the middle of nowhere in nebraska <laughs> so it's, it's pretty cool yeah you know it's i remember living in seattle and it's like to get pictures of the stars i had to drive hour and a half away from the city to to get out of the light pollution because, yeah, it's like you got Seattle and then Tacoma and Bellevue. It's just like this massive group of cities. So it's crazy. Uh, you know, the cities have their perks, too. And, uh, you know, I like both the country and, and the city life. It's fun going from one to the other to appreciate both aspects even more. You have to experience them both to get the most out of them. So I've found I have come across many people in both scenarios. You know, you'll have city folk who are like, I've always lived in the city and I don't plan on leaving. And then country folk who are like, I've always lived in the country and I don't want to ever go to the city. It's like, you know, it's, the country gives you solitude, you know, oneness with nature, low stress, and peacefulness whereas the city you know it gives you a lot of variety advanced technology entertainment and you know everything's a little faster pace so when you live both you you, you achieve incredible wisdom that lets you thoroughly enjoy both you know it's like I appreciate aspects of the country more 
having lived into the city having lived in the city for so long yeah it's it's cool it's like well you know i do it was really cool in seattle where i just walk out of my apartment and bam there's anything i could imagine to eat you know any any type style of food from any country just all there within walking distance and with amazon there I could order any, I could order groceries, beer, anything, pretty much. I even ordered a computer monitor and furnished my whole apartment. And I did all that on Amazon. And everything was delivered to my doorstep within an hour. You, you're not going to see that in the country. It's, it's cool, though. I really like it. And, you know, it's nice out here in the country where you're sleeping and you could leave your window open now you hear are crickets and bugs and you know nice nature noises which is cool you don't you don't get that in the city because <laughs> getting downtown seattle i heard a, a siren whether it's a police or fire every or ambulance every seemed like every 10 minutes all day like 24 7 sirens I was, I was in the heart of downtown seattle so there's i get i get the both extremes middle of nowhere country uh, downtown seattle so that's fun uh, you know experiencing a lot of variety in general is excellent for seeing the good in all sorts of things my exploration of bugs for example has given me new strong appreciation for the beautiful things all around us uh, the things that i can do with a computer also makes me look like a wizard or an alien to some people especially you know here in the midwest i, f I find great joy in learning and experiencing new things and i hope you experience joy in learning and experiencing new things as well if you've been doing the same thing for a while, it, yeah, try something new. Have fun. I found that new ideas can get me fired up. Like, yeah, when I started 3D printing, that's like all I did for a few weeks in a row. And, and now it's like 3D printing's in my solution creation tool belt. I, I can look at different things like oh i can 3d print something for that like at work i, I was putting in their emitters they're called emitters for a drip line if you don't know what a drip line is it's just think of it as a hose on your garden or on trees or plants or whatever and you just have little holes in it that drip water to water your plants or trees so at work we do it for all the trees we plant then we'll some people want us to put a drip line in and that you know you run the, the little half inch tube along everything and everywhere there's a tree you stick a little emitter in and if you were to just poke a hole in that tube it would squirt water out because of all the pressure and the little emitters 
regulate that pressure and just let a gallon of water drip out over an hour. Anyway, they're, they're a pain in the butt to put in, and especially for places where we had, you know, 400 trees, that's 400 little little things you got to stick into the pipe, and they were just doing it by hand. And then, you know, we'd switch turns because, you know, it's like once someone's thumbs were hurting too much, you know, someone else would do it. And I was ah, I can 3D print something for that. And I designed a little tool, very small, simple. It, it supported the structure of the pipe and held the little emitter. And you just push, pushed it in. And you had a nice thumb area, thumb rest, to stick, you know, to put pressure on the emitter to get it into the hose. And it, it worked really good. And it was, it was awesome. That was, that was just a little example of using 3D printing for a solution. I got a little, it doesn't sound good, but I, I printed a little ocarina. <laughs> Which is... <laughs> I I think that's amazing. I can print an instrument, and these these things are just gonna get better and cooler over time. Really, it, it's it's so simple how they work. Anyway, it's it's just fascinating, and three D printing. I, I, you know, if I would have never just like, I'm going to try that out. I wouldn't have that. So it's, it's really good to try new things. You never, you don't really know what you like and tell you try stuff out. You know, like Gary Vaderchuk, I like what he says quite a bit. He's, he's like, how do you know if you like hot dogs if you only eat hamburgers? You gotta taste it. So taste taste different things. It's fun. Anyway, I I digress. <laughs> and for for this episode, I've tried something new out. I I typed this episode before recording it to see how it would turn out. Last week, I felt quite scatterbrained, and I wanted to make sure to do better this week. I I also jumped in and ad-libbed with it and now that I'm recording it I can see it's it's made a pretty good difference and I'm not rambling as much I still hop in and throw stuff in there I didn't type all about my Seattle adventure and details on that so I, I like it it's like a big overview to keep me keep me focused but, uh, yeah, so I'll, I'll, I'll keep playing with this. I like it. And, you know, just uh, for you, be, be mindful on how rested you're getting. And try something new. And check out Neowise if you can. Maybe checking out Stars will be your new thing. <laughs> I don't know. There's so much out there and so much fun. 
but yeah, check check out the OIs before it's gone. It's it's here all all of July, and I think you'll be able to see it a little bit in August as well. It's really easy to see it now with the we're in the new moon phase of the moon cycle so you're not going to have the light of the moon which makes the milky way also look awesome so lots of lots of cool cool stuff everywhere anyway that's that's all for this episode and we'll catch you next week have the best day ever Woo.